Hi, I'm Christoph Zimmerman. You're listening to the Pink Gun Podcast. Well, in general, um, much better situation compared in comparison to, for example, what uh, we had to face a few weeks uh, ago. So, first of all, it's it's good, for example, right now that uh, Tom Tribal and Onan Hernandez had already um, a few appearances. So, for me, they are meanwhile not on their way back to full fitness. Meanwhile, they had an appearance in the starting lineup. They are f back to fully fitness, and for that. It's quite good news. Also, Mario Frantic, meanwhile, uh, is yeah since two and a half weeks, I would say, consistently on the on the training pitch and um, also topic. So he's not fit for um, 90 minutes, but at least a topic for the for the squad. And it's good to have him back. So his last um, game in the, the starting line in the league game was uh, any minute at May. So for that, it's good to have him as at least as an as an option and. Uh, Yeah, we're still struggling a bit on the centre-back positions, but also some good signs uh, in general because um, yeah, Grant Henley is likely to be back pretty soon after after the international break. And also with Christoph Zimmerman, it looks uh, quite quite well. He was involved even in in some parts of team training during this week, and it looks like he's also back pretty soon after the international break. So it doesn't help us so much for for tomorrow, but in general, so in the, on the bigger picture, so some good news and for that uh, we play this game in a good uh, good mood and Ralph Fairman was already involved in the last game so for that uh, we're just struggling at the moment a bit uh, still a bit on the on the center back positions but uh, on all the other positions we're in a good shape and lots of competition it's uh, much better than in comparison to the to the former weeks if I'm honest we spoke to Max Aaron yesterday he was in a very good mood mm -hmm. uh, but he also said that uh, the game was a must win against Watford what are your thoughts Yeah, young players sometimes say overrate something like this. So we know it's an important game. That's it's quite quite normal. So for both teams, they're both teams, yeah, not in in a position in the league where they where they want to be. And for that, it's it's of course an important game. But yeah, I think uh, I'm far away from uh, overinterpreting this. So if you Uh, win this game it's not like we can open a bottle of champagne and celebrate that we will stay in this league and if we lose this game it's not like okay we uh, have to say we have to give up because there's uh, still so many games to play and then hopefully you know, also in the situation where we have then even our centre-backs back so uh, in general so of course an important game and it's it's good that Max wants, wants to win this game and uh, to be honest I also uh, want to be successful tomorrow and I think everyone who's, who's connected with And no, he wants to be successful, but uh, I guess it will be the same for Watford. So, for that important game, but uh, it's all, we are also far away from overinterpreting it. It's it's not a cup final. After that, you can lift a trophy or you're out of the competition. So it's uh, just an important game, and uh, for that we we have to be prepared. You've lost five out of your last last six. What's going wrong, Daniel? <laughs> yeah, the results. Uh, to be honest, so it's it's not a nice spell. Uh, to be uh, to be honest, uh, we had. Uh, to face uh, really different different moods also during during the season and we had fantastic days like yeah yeah for example a great win against Newcastle or of course a win against Man City but right now also we had to face a pretty drying and, and annoying uh, spell with um, it was uh, I think meanwhile already six games without a win it's always tough yeah tough for the mood tough for the self-confidence If we were really honest, we knew before that there would be uh, this uh, the spells, and uh, we didn't expect it from honest uh, to have um, such big injury problems. I think that was also crucial to uh, for for the spell. And meanwhile, it looks much better, not perfect, 
because we're still struggling a bit on the centre back position, but much uh, much better. And um, well, you know, so we are in a, in a situation um, where we will be always the underdog in each and every game. And for that, uh, when you are the underdog, you can't expect that you win each and every game. So for that, um, it's it's always tricky for us in this league, especially with our with our possibilities and our opportunities in terms of of spending money, for example. But we don't complain, so it's not like we are jealous anyhow. So it's more like we have to fight with our tools, and we know that there will be some some difficult periods, but. Um, it's not like we lose the nerves or we, we have to make sure that we're not too down. So for that, we are prepared again for the next battle and uh, want to be successful tomorrow. Can I change the subject to, to VAR? Sorry about that. Yes, no problem. <laughs> um, what's the one thing that you would like to change about VAR, given what's happened so far this season? Well, in general, I think the topic is um, to to improve the processes so in general there will be mistakes and uh, one thing is is for sure so we we have to we have to make sure um that the still the quality of the of the decisions of the referee um is top class on the on the on the pitch because you're just allowed to overrule it when it's a clear and obvious mistake so that means and uh, nearly each and every decision in in football is not just black or white or not 100% pretty often it's like yeah, you will see a situation and will say, okay, 90% it's a penalty, but perhaps you will also find a few percent um, why it's perhaps not a penalty. And uh, in, in, in this cases, so it's it's quite important. The referee on the pitch uh, is there with a, with a good quality quality decision. And um, yeah, otherwise, um, I think we we need a high bar in, in, in terms of overruling it, especially in the, in the last weeks where there were some overruling situations where, where my feeling was it was it was anyhow too quick. Yeah, when I think about... For example, our uh, our our last home game when there were penalties given against us, uh, especially the first penalty, and everyone uh, said after this is embarrassing, uh, embarrassing decision. And and if we have this decision in in terms of overruling a decision, it's it's quite harsh. So my feeling is we we have to make sure we were complaining a few weeks ago that there were not um, many uh, penalties given by VAR, for example. And then it went into uh, the other direction, and and we were tempted to give too many. So my feeling is. Um, we still need need a clear rule, okay, that we have a high bar in in in, in order to overrule uh, the referee's decision. Because my feeling is we need to protect uh, the referee on the pitch a bit more. So you would say that it would have to be really a, a clear and obvious error before it to, for it to be overruled. Yeah, my feeling is it uh, we we have to do it exactly like this because if we say okay, if it's a, 50, a 60 40 decision and we are also allowed to overrule it, so it's uh, it would be a problem with the authority of the of the um, referee on the pitch. Also, it puts unbelievable pressure uh, on the VAR referee. So my feeling is then we would also have too many decisions and it would be a too much time delay. My feeling is we need we need a clear rule that's not like, okay, if it's already 70-30, we can overrule it, or if the majority of, of the people who watch think it's a mistake, we can overrule it. My feeling is... Um, it's it's quite important that we need a need a high bar in order to uh, to make sure that we are just in in this case when it's really a clear and obvious mis- mistake to overrule it and I think in the last weeks we went a bit away from this and and my recommendation would just be to to turn back um, to to the high bar I think that's the best way to handle it but uh, we won't have a game where um, yeah all the decisions uh, are 100% um, right so we will mistakes my players make mistakes coaches are doing mistakes and even referees are doing mistakes so we accept this and we're not complaining but my feeling is we need clear processes and a clear rule for the process 
finally, from me, that the speculation of, of we're reporting that contact's been made between Bayern and, and Arsene Wenger. There could be an interesting new managerial appointment in, in, in Germany. What's your views on that? Is Arsene Wenger and Bayern Munich, are they a good fit, potentially? So it's it's uh, not up to me to judge it from uh, from honest. Um, definitely, Arsene uh, was a world class coach when he was uh, was in charge. And he was so su- successful for so many times. He's an unbelievable gentleman, and um, yeah, also able to to meet several times. It also game against each other. It's always a pleasure to to meet him, and without any doubt, he has done so much in his career, and he's a he's a head coach full of class. And uh, Bayern Munich, uh, the same as a club. So he's a it's a club full of class, and and. Yeah, um, uh, it's a habit for them to win games, so they want to win each and every competition, the National League, uh, the Cup, but also the Champions League. And for that, of course, so in, in terms of, of um, it's a world-class club and a world-class coach, of course it would be would be a fit, but it's not up to me to, to judge it. And um, it's it's more like up to the uh, to the persons who are responsible at Bayern Munich. And this club has had, has had uh, so many good decisions in, in terms of appointing uh, coaches, I'm pretty sure. They will have the right decision, whatever they will choose. I'm pretty sure, and and also confident that they will, yeah, um, uh, keep further on, uh, pretty pretty successful. And uh, but without any doubt, uh, Arsen Wenger is a world class coach as well. Thank you very much. Thank you, Daniel. Good afternoon. You said before the United game that you you wanted the crowd to be with you on these home matches in all of your Premier League home matches. Are you are you happy with their contribution so far? Yes, definitely. So, um, in, in in general, it's even even uh, for the supporters sometimes difficult to have a period like like right now when there are many uh, several setbacks and many disappointments or whatever. But I mentioned uh, to the players, I spoke a bit about this picture uh, picture to to have a bit uh, the mentality of Hoover players, and that's also what what our crowd needs. So it's more like we have uh, stick together so much during the last season, during the last years. To be in this position, to have this amazing games against against all the other teams, it's quite important that um, we value this and enjoy this, and and also like that we stick together in this uh, in these games. And even tomorrow, for example, we face a side Watford. Yeah, they were able to to spend uh, just for one player for Saar uh, nearly thirty million pounds in uh, in the summer. So, uh, if I'm honest, I would be would be happy if I would uh, be uh, be it would be possible for us since I'm here in charge so in all three seasons to, to spend 30 million pounds for the whole squad uh, so, and I'm not jealous so they are settled uh, Premier League club but it just shows the differences in, in opportunities and even this game we are above them in the table we have a home game yeah we need the points definitely and they're not in the best position and uh, everyone would expect, okay, come on, let's let's be successful tomorrow. So even in this game, when you just judge them by their individual quality, we are the underdog. And this is also what what our supporters have to understand. But they understand this, so they have a great sense what this was what this team needs, and that they always leave their heart out on the pitch. It's always up to the to the team to deliver with the performance to cheer them up. But I'm also quite sure that even if there is a difficult period uh, also tomorrow, uh, they will be backing us and they will be with us and uh, that we show one unity because that's exactly what we need at Carroll Road. And then the next three games after this include games against Everton and Southampton. Obviously the teams that are around you. Hmm. It's quite, quite could be quite an important period over the whole season in the next few weeks. Yes, but uh, that's right. But in general, so all the all the periods are anyhow important. Yeah, and if we're just able to to win uh, the games against the big six or whatever, we'll take it. Yeah, if um, if our wins are just against the big six, and in the end, um, okay, we can, uh, 
I've played already a few, but if you have 10 wins against the big six, it would be probably also enough. So in general, you will need 10 or perhaps 11 wins uh, on uh, on this level in order to stay in this league. And to be honest, I, I take each of you win. Yeah, of course, it's always good to win home games for example it's quite important to be there with a good home form for that of course we are we are greedy to be successful tomorrow but if i'm honest so it's it's each of the game for us is, is difficult and there's not one game where i would say okay it's it's easy to win so it's it's more like a less than 50 percent chance <coughs> for us in each of the game because of our opportunities but it doesn't take anything away that in the end we want to speak about okay Hopefully we have this 10 or 11 uh, wins, whatever whatever's need to stay in this league. And uh, we try to prepare for each of the game in order to win this game. So wherever we go, and of course, uh, quite obviously also for tomorrow and then also in the big weeks uh, further ahead. And despite the run that, that you've been on, is the, the mood still positive in the squad with the players? Yes, it's always important that you, you that you work a bit on it. So it's it's uh, that the confidence level is not um, uh, drawn too much down after after this uh, this period. And uh, we speak quite quite honest and quite um, quite neutral about the things we have to improve. But it's also important that we that we um, create also an atmosphere when uh, the players still feel still feel comfortable. And if I'm honest, so in the last weeks. The mood was just already lifted because so many uh, players came back right now from from injuries. And when you see right now, okay, Christoph Zimmerman is back in the dressing room. Grant Henley is back in the dressing room. So it lifts the confidence and and the mood already so uh, a bit. And for that, um, it's quite important. And and my feeling is that we still stick together. So of course, uh, you always have to to improve in, in in details. But in general, so the mood is for this situation we are in uh, quite good but also I got the feeling because we prepared them uh, already uh, over the last pump, uh, past months that this tough times will come and for that um, I think they are also prepared for, for facing this moment and, and just one more from me Timo Puki has been in the last six games without a goal is this something that you and him have spoken about because I know you said you're happy with his overall play mm. but have you sp- is this something that's come mm. up at all Yes, we speak more or less each and each and every day about different topics, but not, nothing like this because he's so experienced. Meanwhile, he knows how the strike of a of a life, how the life of a striker is, and uh, that there are the spirits. And it's more like uh, it's quite important to to work really really greedy in uh, in training and also in the, in the games, but without forcing it too much. And he's experienced enough; he knows that we all trust him. And um, as long as he delivers with such so much workload, then ever everyone is happy, and we accept. All this, uh, all the spirits. I'm pretty sure we will uh, find net back pretty soon. Good luck tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Daniel, just mm-hmm. uh, pick up on uh, the injuries. Amadou, another week's training, fine to start tomorrow. Yeah, so in in general, so he was uh, completely fine during during this week. Also, uh, Todd Cantwell, so they're both back in the yeah, back in the mix. We've we are back, if I'm honest, back to yeah, proper competition on the on the training pitch. That's quite good. So I would say it was the first weeks and several. Uh, several months, you could say that there was really lots of competition. Still not on the on the centre back position, sadly, but um, on all the other positions. And for that, um, it's it's quite good. And even for the centre back position, I was also also pleased with with Alex uh, Tetti performance in the, in the last game. So of course he's not a natural centre back, and I don't think he will um, end up playing all the next games on uh, on uh, on this position. But it was also good. He organized a lot. He was there with, with leadership. Was not involved in a in a, in a goal. Uh, of course, there were one or two scenes when he was not. Uh, you could feel that he's not one hundred percent used to play in this uh, in this situation. But he he proved that he can play uh, in this role. And for that, um, yeah, all in all, it's not too bad at the moment. Obviously, we know the results aren't where you or anybody wants mm. them to be. And you're talking about the confidence can take a hit, the self belief. 
but in the actual way you're playing, you know, moving the ball through midfield, do you think that has dropped off inevitably because the results aren't where you need to be when you compare Man City, for example, the, mm. the way you move the ball so quickly, mm. one touch passing, progressive forward passing. Is that the sort of thing you just, is, is it just a bravery thing that players, even in a bad run of results, they just need mm. to try and continue to do what was serving them so well earlier in the season? Yes, you're totally spot on. So I totally, totally agree. You could realise a bit in the in the last games that because we conceded too many goals and we were struggling in the defence that even the offensive players, but, but even all the players tried of course, to be there with lots of workload against the ball to make sure that we are unbelievably solid uh, in terms in terms of uh, defending, in terms of working back, walking, working back, and um, also that we have spoken, for example, after the Man United game because we had really naive losses of the balls and we concede goals because of this that we have to show a bit more grown up and a bit more major major behavior, not so easy loss of the ball, and then if you criticize this, then it's pretty often the weeks or in the weeks after. That you got the feeling, so the the uh, the players are have to concentrate really on each and every pass, even a bit more, even on the easy passes, and they they invest so much so much concentration on on not losing uh, the ball and and keeping the ball uh, that we are not looking that easy, not so fluent uh, like before. And this was also a topic uh, during during this week. So it's quite quite important that we show more physicality and show more robustness, but that we don't lose. Uh, our smile on the face when we were playing football so that's uh, that's quite important so we we, we are aside when, when it's just about physicality and robustness and, and winning the battles we are um, you know, we lose each every game in, uh, on uh, on this level because all the other let's have more experience more physicality perhaps even a bit more individual quality because they spend more more money so we have to be there with with our football with fluent football with with dominating the games with enjoying what we're what we're doing so it's 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 a fine balance to to step up also in terms of physicality major behavior but also to 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 make sure that we go for the on with bravery and and sticking sticking to our play uh, our game how we want to play and this was also a topic we spoke a lot uh, about it's quite natural and quite normal for young players that they're struggling a bit with the confidence and with this that everything looks easy in in these moments but uh, of course, a, a result would help, but it's it's also like if you return back to this behavior, it's also more likely likely that you that you get a re- good result. And uh, anyhow, it's it's uh, it's tough, and the confidence not on the on the top level uh, to play this easy, fluent football. But that's exactly what you have to do in order to 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 gain a result, and uh, that would help us a lot. Do you think as well? I mean, you're again asked about Pookie, but mm. the reality is if. He was getting the type of service he was getting earlier in the season. I mean, it's not really anything he, he's not doing in his game that he was doing earlier. It's just the, the support around him, isn't it? Those balls down the channel, forward balls, basically. Yes, exactly. So we didn't create enough chances in the last game. So it was also a topic and also due a bit to that we had to spend also a bit more concentration and focus on, in terms of, of, of working back even... That's why I'm also looking so so much forward to to have my my proper centre backs also back because in football, all topics are connected. So when you feel more solid in the back and you know okay, there are guys who have had many battles in this position. Then even the midfield players feel, for example, more comfortable to play some balls and uh, the same then for the wingers or the higher position in the midfield and for the strikers. So it's more like when you're when you're solid in in, in your whole setup and and you're defending, it's it's always a basement. Then also to to play some. Uh, some fluent football and for that uh, I'm pretty if I'm honest I'm in good mood because it looks like we've got some of the 
center backs back but even right now so it looks looks much better because Ibrahim Adu had a, had a good training week uh, Alex Setti had a had a good training week also a good game in the last game on the on the center back position and it's quite important that that we find the good balance so between further on concentrated on on physical behavior also also in terms of defending but also returning back to to our fluent football because if we do this we can hurt each other ga- a team uh, on this level specifically tomorrow's game you were getting asked straight after the Brighton game about this is a big game it's a big game because of where the two clubs are in the table um, but the reality is and you've touched on it earlier you know the financial opportunities Watford have got a team who got to the cup final last season finished very well in the league if there is any pressure on this game, surely there's more pressure on Watford than Norwich. Yeah, probably yes, because it's a settled Premier League side without uh, without any doubt, and they're even in a worse position than uh, than we are. And it's more like when you're a settled uh, Premier League side and you you were in the cup final and you are also able to spend that much money. You would say, okay, listen, uh, if you have to win a game, then against a promoted a newly promoted side who is struggling with injury problems, uh, probably probably yes, but it's it's it's. Not up to me to judge it too, too much. I think that each team wants wants to be successful tomorrow, and and for that, so it's uh, they are also experienced enough. At least they have an unbelievable experienced coach. They have unbelievable experienced player. They should be experienced enough to handle this pressure. Um, so for that, um, I don't expect that it's a big advantage for us that uh, they are unbelievably scared or under pressure or whatever. So it's more like. I think uh, tomorrow it's it's um, it's it's a day where yeah both teams wants to be the better side on the uh, on the pitch and it's more like we will see tomorrow who is capable to to be the better side and um, we are prepared and we know it will be a difficult game for us because also some of their key players also after injuries uh, are likely to to come back it's also I think a big big boost for them and for that it will be without any doubt a difficult game but um, we're looking forward to have it tomorrow. Yeah, it's cool for me. You probably mm-hmm. touched on one of those. Troy Deeney looks like he's back in the mix and, mm-hmm. and he's not just a key player, he, he feels like he's a talisman for them as well. So if he is available tomorrow, that's a boost for them and something you're I'm sure aware of. Yes, definitely, but also something we can't can't influence. Yeah, he's definitely a uh, unbelievable, important player, player for them, and and also on, so experienced on on this level and and a key player for them. It's definitely good for them to to have them back. But um, I was not sitting in my in my office and praying uh, the whole week that he's not available anyhow. So it's more like I was concentrate on on our topics, and we can't influence what uh, what happens at the at the point. We have to find some solutions. Yeah, we found even some solutions uh, against the world-class players against Man City for example and it's also we don't have to be scared anyhow just because a player is coming back from, from injury yeah? we are respectful without any doubt and we are quite aware that I think also Saar has a possibility to be involved tomorrow he's also also back also a top-class player um, but we will see what, uh, what will happen tomorrow and um, yeah, hopefully we'll have the right answers uh, Final one from me obviously midweek club produced the uh, financial accounts I know that's not your topic specifically mm. but does it underline now that fans media whoever can actually see the numbers what you've more or less said since the summer that you just didn't have the opportunities to do the type of business that a lot of the other clubs even even the two promoting clubs were able to do it does really underline mm. the situation you have to deal with as a club Yes, that's right. Um, it's it's not a situation where say we are unbelievably proud that we're not uh, able to spend some money. So uh, it's it's totally the other way around. So it's it's what we have to do at the moment in order to to make sure that this uh, club has a good mid and long term future. So we needed to invest also in the infrastructure. We need also uh, to invest in in order to pay for some uh, some synth in the past. We need to invest in, in building the academy a bit more. So. 
it doesn't help me on the short term. That's that's quite normal. But it's it's so important in the mid and the long term for this uh, for this club and for that. I totally accept that we that we have to do this. And um, listen, hopefully we will be also one day in the in the position when uh, this financial uh, situation is 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 sorted. It is meanwhile completely completely sorted. When also we don't have to invest so much in the infrastructure. Then it's also money we can invest into the squad. And if you are then capable to to become a bit more permanent uh, member in the in the Premier League, not just one one day a bit like a, I think you mentioned, name it yo yo team or something like this. It's then also like you can uh, take the next step and and hopefully we are also then uh, one day in a situation where we can spend even a bit more money. It's not like we are humbly proud at the moment that we can't spend more money. Uh, we would like to do this, but we are a self-funding club and for that we have to uh, accept the reality and, and hopefully if we... Um, can become one day really a permanent member on, on this level. We'll also have opportunities like yeah, to buy a player like Watford was able to, to do it with Saar, for example. And um, I'm looking forward to, but as long as we're not capable to do this, yeah, we'll fight with our tools and we'll have to stick to our principles and we'll go our way and that's what we're doing at the moment. Thank you. How, do, how does a coach, you, you mentioned you want to get the smile back on the face when you're playing football. How does a coach cheer up players? Is that yeah it's it's not like I have to wear back and um, anyhow so I make some jokes or something like this so it it it, uh, it makes no sense uh, that's that's for sure so one thing is also always when you have a disappointing result to speak about it to analyze it and also honest and direct and not hiding anything uh, because honesty is, is is quite important in order to speak about it um because it's it's the best way in order to to accept to handle it and also it's not like a big elephant no one wants to speak about in the room. It's more like, come on, get this out of the room and and, and speak about it. And uh, that's quite important. But then also like, uh, of course, uh, during the week, so to work a bit on the self-confidence, yeah, also to, to work a bit on uh, on the mood. So it's not like I'm standing there with a, with a moody face and punish my players. It's it's also up to, to find some, some other solutions and also on the, on the training pitch. And sometimes uh, the tactical approach is quite important, but sometimes you also have to find some some exercise they're enjoyable and they have some fun all together and they can create some spirit and without yeah that we're just entertaining anyhow so it's a, the tactical approach and the details are still quite quite important but i think it's important that um in in, in this terms your coach not trying to pretend something anyhow that uh, we are unbelievably happy with the situation or joking uh, away that we are not in a position uh, where we would like uh, like to be so it's more like face a reality but also stay calm and, and back them and give them some confidence and that's my job at the moment. Especially to be brave enough to play the football, isn't it? Yes, it's also, it's also like to, to, to support them in, in, in order to be brave and also, um, yeah, as a coach, you're always, uh, always a role model. If I would run around and, and I'm unbelievably scared anyhow and speak about, oh, listen, uh, because of all these injuries and we're not able to spend money, uh, we... Um, we have no chance or I stand here in public and, and ask for money for my owners in order to spend in January or whatever so it's, that wouldn't be brave anyhow that wouldn't back them that wouldn't help them in order to, to believe in themselves so it's and for that um, you won't see at any point uh, me here in, in, in this position to to do this so in, in this terms it's, it's quite important that even as a coach I have to uh, accept the realities and, and not too moody so it's more like 
come on, it's it's difficult. Yeah, we all know this. Uh, let's let's face this. And uh, it's also like you once started to play football because you also want to reach some 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 unrealistic uh, uh, achievements, and that's what we're trying to do. And um, for that, we're not too down. We're not too overly happy at the moment. That's that's also for sure. So we're greedy to to win some points again, and uh, to add another win under our belt. And yeah, hopefully we can do this uh, pretty soon, if I'm honest.